What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sports Dispenser here, and today I'm going to be giving my reactions and analysis from Game 1 of the NBA Finals. I don't want this podcast to be 15, 20 minutes long. I'm shooting for 10 minutes. This is going to be a short one because I'm only covering one game, and I'm going to talk about every after every game, the the day after every game, I'm going to give my reaction and analysis, just putting that out there now before I forget but uh, yeah, this very self-explanatory. Let's just get right into it with my prediction. My prediction for this game was the Warriors coming off a week and a half of rest and Toronto coming off of two hard-fought series. I thought, hey, this Warriors team is going to come out swinging. They're going to win by 10 to 20 points at Toronto. I thought, hey, they're going to come out swinging. And then... And then when I heard the news that Boogie Cousins was gonna play, I, I did get that he was okay. I did get that he wasn't gonna play thirty minutes, but his presence alone against against Marcus I thought that would help out a lot. <laughs> I thought that, that would help. It didn't help. <laughs> That's just. I just get on with the stats and talk about the Raptors first. Okay. So. My one of my main takeaways from this is that hey, the Raptors don't need Kawhi to shoot 30 shots. Kawhi shot 5 for 14, 3 for 6 from 3 and had 23 points. That's a good game. That's a good game. But usually when he does that, I don't expect them to win the game, especially against the Warriors. Yeah, about that. Toronto's supporting cast stepped up. They stepped up when they realized, hey, we need to step up. Marcus Hall, 20 points. Danny Green got, got 11 points. Fred Van Leet dropped 15. And I'm not even mentioning the star of the game yet. Pascal Siakam, this man had 32 points, 8 rebounds, and shot 14 for 17 from the field. This man, Pascal Siakam, shot 14 for 17. I-, I watched the game. No one could guard him. Not Draymond, not Jordan Bell, not, not, not fucking Kevin Looney. You couldn't guard him. Everything he shot, well, damn near everything he shot went in. He even, he even shot threes. And he made two of those. <laughs> he, he even shot three-pointers. The, the, the man was hot. He was on one. And kind of segueing into talking about Draymond Green, Draymond couldn't guard Pascal Siakam. What the hell happened to Draymond? Draymond during the Western Conference Finals, hey, he was... That man was stepping up. I, I, I like... Like me, I praised him for stepping up during that series. 18 points, 20 points, 16 points, 12 points. I praised him for that. He had a 20-point triple-double. He had two triple-doubles during that series. Now when I look at this, okay, yeah, he had a triple-double. He had 10, 10, and 10. Five fouls, shot two for nine. Got sauced on by Pascal Siakam. What? What happened? What happened to the Draymond Green that was fucking eating last series i don't know oh yeah i do know 
He's overrated. <laughs> he can't score. We knew this. <laughs> Draymond is a really good glue guy, but he can't. He's not your third option. <laughs> that's that's what this series has shown to me. That during like against a very defensive team like the Raptors are, he's not your third option when you need scores. Because we're because we already know as of right now the one and two are Curry and Clay, because we have KD out and Boogie Cousins played eight minutes, that leaves Draymond Green as the third option. And when he's not a scorer, and let's just say he's having a, a good shooting night, he didn't have that. I, I I I already mentioned he shot two for nine. Andre Agudala didn't really. St- he didn't step up. He had six points, and he got that leg, and he got his leg kind of dinged up during, towards the end of that game. This Warriors team isn't looking too good. I still stand by my prediction, Warriors and six, but um, damn, this Raptors team—they came out, they they came out hot, like. Steph Curry still played great. He had 34, shooting 8 for 18. Klay Thompson had 21, shooting 8 for 17. Those are good numbers. But Draymond, Andre Udala, Jordan Bell, you only gave him 12 minutes. What? Kevon Looney had 28 minutes. What? I don't get this rotation very much because you had Jordan Bell starting. Then you put in DeMarcus Cousins like immediately after. Barely played him, then Kevin Looney was in for most of the game towards the end. Plus there was Jonas Urepko. I don't get their whole big man um, dilemma. I don't get how they're playing their big men at all. I don't understand that. Now, I do get that, hey, Boogie Cousins is going to have a bigger role. But is that really going to help him that much? It's going to help him, but... Boogie Cousins, I don't think he's going to put up 20 points every night because I don't think with the system, I don't, well, with the Warriors system, he's not built for it. I think his thing's going to be getting rebounds and putting them back up, getting 10, 15 points a night, then getting out. I mean, that's not bad by any means, but I mean, you looked at this Raptors team. You, we, we saw the defense that was played. We saw that the Raptors caused 17 turnovers. Boogie Cousins barely playing in the full calendar year. Like, he's barely played. Shit, he probably has only played 15, 20 games. I don't... Do I really trust that? Mr. Injury Prone? I don't trust that. I really don't. And it has came out today that Kevin Durant is... He he is most likely coming back game four. I don't think that's going to be too late. But on the other hand, that might be too late. <laughs> because because I, I, I'm going to move on with like, I'm going to talk about like how the series plays out from here. Now, um, this game too is going to be crucial for the Warriors. Because if they go down 2-0, this is bad. If they go down 2-0, I don't think they win this series. 
I really don't. I don't care if DeMarcus Cousins gets more minutes, and I don't care if KD comes back. 2-0 is hard to come back from. Do I think that'll happen? No. I don't think Pascal Siakam's going to put up 30 points every night. I don't think Marcus is going to have 20 points every night. Kyle Lowry. I, and I don't think that Kyle Lowry is going to be able to make up for them for them not from them not being able to replicate game 1 because let's face it Pascal Siakam can't shoot like probably like 85% every game Marcus All can't shoot 60% every game or, or, or at least if they do they're not going to have 30 points and 20 points Kyle Lowry's going to need to step up their defense is already going to play great but on the other hand, I think the Warriors look at this and say, hey, they're not going to have these games every night. Let's go out, play Warriors basketball. I think Marcus Cousins is going to help, and and I think they squeak by in game two. I still think they squeak by game two. And now series is tied one-to-one, going back to Golden State. We'll see from there. I'm not going to talk about the whole series because then I'll just get – Really repetitive towards the end of this little podcast series. So just to kind of wrap this whole thing up, I'm going to go back to my main points because those are my takeaways. My main points of this podcast are, one, Kawhi, he doesn't need to shoot 30 shots every game. He has a good supporting cast. And Kyle Lowry, making $31 million per year, he doesn't need to have 20 points either Pascal Siakam Marcus Saul and Fred Van Leet can step up that's my first takeaway my second takeaway Draymond Green you gotta be better on you you gotta become a better scorer if you wanna if you wanna leave this Warriors team and get money somewhere and be a star player, it's going to blow up in your face. You need to become a better scorer for the sake of this series, most of all, which I think he can do that. But on the other hand, it's a 50-50 shot. I do think he will do that game two, though. I do think he'll put up 20 points game two. Yeah, but that's my, but I mean, that's my second takeaway for this series. Draymond needs to become a better scorer fucking now quickly <laughs> my third main takeaway warriors gotta be less sloppy they they have to tighten up on offense 17 turnovers 17 you can't have that you just can't you can't have draymond getting five fouls you can't have kevin looney getting five fouls you can't have Boogie Cousins getting two fouls in eight minutes. I didn't even see that before. God, that's bad. And I would probably... Mm, actually, no. That's that's not a main takeaway. That's no. Actually, no. Yeah, four. For the two guys coming back from the Warriors, Boogie Cousins and Kevin Durant, there's no room for really getting back into the groove of things. Like, after you're down 1-0, there's a decent chance you're going down 2-0. I don't think that you will. But on the other hand, I'm not denying it. It could very well happen. This Warriors team, 
Boogie Cousins coming back, taking his damn time, he can't. Uh, and if KD, if he's shooting for game four, that man needs to come out hooping. He needs to put up 40 points his first game back. Yeah, that's my four main takeaways. Oh, yeah, and actually one more thing from this game. I think it was Fred Van Lee who shot that late game three. That was the luckiest damn shot, but that shot was insane. Okay, yeah, Clay Thompson got hooped on there. But, yep, that's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. I will be having a Did They Get Better AFC South edition coming out tomorrow. And um, my next podcast after that will definitely be reaction and analysis from Game 2 of the NBA Finals. I don't know when Game 2 is, but 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 it will be the day after that. And my NBA mock draft will be out sometime next week. I'm shooting for next week. That's what I'm doing. All right. Yep. Have a nice day, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast.